I don't, I don't know how well, because we're a bit further away from the phone, so I don't know how well that's going to pick us up for the the clips and that that I'm putting up and, and what have you, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, let's set to record, <coughs> and we'll call it... Episode 2. <laughs> episode 2, no test. The return Just of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I need to name it so I can find it afterwards. Right. There we go. So we're good to go, boys. Right, welcome back to the Sunday League Pundit Show. I had to change it because we did later find out that someone else has already used Sunday League Pundits. Uh, so we changed it, but here we go. We're back again uh, to have a bit of a chat. We have come up with our teams, and it's only just occurred to me that I've written mine on my phone, which I'm currently using as a camera. Uh, but I do remember what it was. So I wrote mine on a piece of paper that is currently sat in my car. Yeah. Yeah, so we're both just about as stupid as each other. Really. I'm actually just currently rewriting mine on my phone, so when we come to that conversation... There we go. I right, know. well, we'll start with weekend's events. So I think we'll start with Leeds. Hey. I did watch the Leeds game, <laughs> and I think Leeds played pretty well. Can I just cast our mind back to the last one where I actually said I didn't think Leicester were all that and they were there for the taking I just want to say I I was right and they uh, the the team that have scored so many goals and done so well were restricted to one shot on target in the 95th minute was that the good save that was the the good save but I mean literally it was a good save oh it was a phenomenal save but still a team that score against everyone it was a great game I think I think Leeds played it really well to yeah. be fair to them, they played it really, really well um, because that it could have backfired. Like Leicester could have kept hitting you on the break, and they could have mm. really gone. For, and it just seems as though you just stifled them each and every way. Yeah. It didn't matter what. To they be did fair, um, I think Ampadu and Kamara just absolutely dominated midfield. They absolutely dominated it. They were unreal. The pair of them. I agree. How optimistic are you for the season? Then? Staying where I was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We played both the teams above us and we beat them both at their place. Yeah, we've still got to take them back to Adam Road as well, haven't we? Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's a pretty noisy place. Been there a couple of times. Um, just trying to think. We've lost all our games on the road, I think. Yeah. So, so that's where you need to change. That's where it needs to go better, isn't it? Yeah. Southampton. It wasn't a very exciting game. I did did watch it. It was very frustrating. We dominated thoroughly throughout. Millwall just let us play football and it looked like we were going to be nil-nil. But uh, the wee man scored in the last last minute and uh, three points again. And more importantly, I think a clean sheet was very important. It's only our second clean sheet this season. Because um, it's a very leaky defence, but we defended well enough when we had to, and we got a reward in the end, which is good. And that's now seven unbeaten, so we're tracking in an ideal world. It's good, 
Leicester have lost some points, so we've gained three points on them. Unfortunately, Birmingham got a late goal as as well, which unfortunately that would have been three points on Ipswich as well. But we'll settle with the two point catch up. Let's, there. Just, let's just be honest; it's mir- an absolute miracle that Wayne Rooney's actually picked up anything. <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure that Tim was probably a little bit gutted that we scored in the last minute because you'd probably liked us to be nil nil because we're just the oh, point behind you. Well. So Rooney's quite good. Picks up Burgers quite well, doesn't he? And Nance. And that <laughs> Ooh. Tough game for us next week. We've got West Brom at home and uh, just behind us in the league. Mm. Who've Leeds got next week? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to check. I've just had that moment of like absolute mind blank. He's gone mind blank. Which isn't hard because usually my mind is pretty blank. Uh, Plymouth. Plymouth, so again. And we're at home. To be fair, our little run's not too bad. So you were expecting a win against Plymouth. Well, to be really? fair, I expected it against Stoke and <laughs> look at that one went. <laughs> but um, yeah, Plymouth, Rotherham, Swansea. That's not a bad run up into uh, December, is it? Let's be honest. It's not bad as long as you keep your form going. Yeah. As long as your form's good, then you should be. December's, right De- December's going to be more of a challenge. Um, we've got Middlesbrough, Blackburn, Sunderland. Coventry, Ipswich again, Preston. So you know we, we're, we're looking at some of the tougher, tough games, you know, tougher, the tougher games there. Um, so yeah, we need to need a little bit of momentum, and we just need to keep playing. Because okay, yeah. well, Arsenal this weekend. I've got a lot to say about the Arsenal game, and probably not what you would expect. I watched so, uh, most of the game. I think I missed fifteen minutes somewhere I, in the first half. So I, I missed the bits where. There were meant to be rules. That's that's the bit I missed. I miss how Havertz can clearly side somebody down with full intent and not get red carded. Yeah, I was shocked. I miss the yeah. point where somebody can forearm smash somebody in the back of the head, even though it was Jorginho and he probably deserves it. <laughs> how you can do that and not see red? Yeah. And then at the end, but which just, nobody seems to have mentioned, Liveramento went to tackle Martinelli at the end, knee high, and nobody's even mentioned that as a potential yeah. red card. Can I just How say, that can I just say on the elbow, what surprised me more was the fact VAR looked at it and there wasn't even a yellow card. It was just completely like... They can't. They can't give you a, red, a yellow card. It's they red can, or nothing. They, they yeah. just decide, is it red no, or is it done. not a red? How is VAR anything other than dumb? Look at the decisions we've but had this season. An interesting point is that the fourth official can tell the referee to give it. So if a fourth official saw him do it, a yellow card can be given. If the linesman sees it, a yellow card can be given. So any of the officials can actually tell the mm. referee, just VAR can't. Even even a, a line of a, a linesman can turn around to the referee and I think that was a walking mate. It can advise the ref. We've um, all got the little fucking walkie-talkie. I didn't understand how he also didn't get booked at the end of the first half when he blatantly kicked the ball at the Arsenal player and then ran up to Rice and pushed him in the throat as well. I, I, mate, honestly, so, some of the decisions... But then you've got, as much as I don't like them, um, Wolves, their striker got assaulted by uh, Onana can't catch a ball. <laughs> he got fully flattened and taken out. Gabriel Jesus last week. Absolutely flattened by the goalkeeper, nothing given. Have it scythed him down, no red card. Yeah. Should have been a should have been a red card. I'm sorry, I'm an Arsenal fan. He should have walked, 
Yeah. Bruno should have walked. Liveramento should have walked. I don't know where the rules are. Refs now, in my opinion, refs have become lazy and overly complacent because they're now relying on VAR. And VAR, the guys there just don't know what they're doing. I mean, I yeah, thought Havertz could have been booked as well for his slide tackle in the uh, second half. He's lucky well. he didn't get booked for that. Given yeah. the fact that you've already off broken somebody's leg, or that's that was the intent, or it looked like that was his intent, as far as I'm concerned, it looked like he intended to fully sideswipe that guy. But I don't know if you felt the same way, but I felt like that you could have played for another ninety minutes and you probably still wouldn't have scored. You did not. Do you know why we wouldn't have scored? Do you know why we wouldn't have scored? Because Arteta, in his infinite wisdom, has started Raya, who's garbage. He gave a goal away against Spurs because he palmed the ball into um, Johnson, who then tapped it to Son, scored a goal. Right? He was then a little bit off on the the one on one after Jorginho then gave the ball away. Right? I'm mentioning Jorginho for a reason. Right, he then gave City five good chances in the first half. City being off it and dumb luck does not give Raya free reign to make as many mistakes as he wants. Right, he then messes up against Chelsea and he's miles out of his his position where he should be as a goalkeeper when the ball gets crossed over by Mudrick and it goes in. He then gives the ball to Palmer in the same game and again, dumb luck that Palmer didn't hit it first time that he didn't concede them. Then he gives away... This goal, because he... Is is his name David Ryer or Flappy Bird? Because honestly, I'm not sure what's <clears> wrong <throat> with the guy. I don't know what Arteta's looking at. Is it because they're from the same country? Uh, is Arteta just trying to make us as Spanish as possible? Because he is crap. Yeah, I felt that he should have got a hand to that ball. He should have at least been putting... You watch American football? Yes. How many teams would keep him on as a, as a winger? As a running back? This meant to fly up you and mean catch the, oh, the wide receiver. That's the one. Yeah. Um, so you can tell I don't watch much. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. how many would keep him on? No, one game of that, and he'd be that'd be look that'd be soap in a sock in the dressing room. I think what amazes me is they dropped. Um, wow, I'm having a real uh, Ramsdale. <laughs> yeah, Ramsdale. I'm having a real dementia day. <laughs> Dead. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they dropped Ramsdale. And then he played the other night. Yeah. And let's be honest, he was solid. Didn't really do anything wrong. Didn't. Well, he got fouled for one of the goals. Yeah. Which, which. I was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he didn't really do anything wrong. There was no reason to drop him. Prior to being dropped in the first place, he hadn't done anything wrong. He has a good, a decent game. Arteta doesn't like him. And then he got dropped. Clear um, just, Arteta yeah. just doesn't fancy the I'm, I'm not sure what. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I'm not sure what the. Uh, th- there's obviously something happening. Yeah, there is. Arteta doesn't. Uh, if we carry on, Jorginho, he gives passes away constantly. He is the next Jacker. Can't pass a ball, can't shoot, can't score. Takes a good penalty. No, he doesn't. Have you seen him taking <laughs> a penalty? It's like he suffered from polio. <laughs> I, d- I hate that sort of penalty. I just it's it's ridiculous. Run and kick the fucking ball if you're going to run and kick the ball. What what's all the, all the jumping and hop skipping and do that? Keeper it doesn't know, does it? It just makes you look like a twat. Don't just don't bother. Jorginho useless. Raya useless. Gabriel um, Margulies at the back. As far as I'm concerned, not good enough. He's all right. Hello. 
it's bonfire now, by the way. I don't know if anyone. I don't know if it's going to keep that up. I assume it will because it sounds like it's next door and literally on top of us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're now currently trying to record a podcast underneath thousands of pounds worth of fireworks, so it should be good. Um, and Ketia, very, very, very good championship striker. Not good enough. I've got. To I'm say, sorry, but I wouldn't take him at Southampton. He wouldn't be a player that I'd look at signing. We had him at Leeds for a short time. And would you take him back? No. <laughs> you both just answered my question. Why is he starting for Arsenal? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the guy because he started at Arsenal and he, and he is one of our own, to use that completely overused phrase of sometimes players that aren't even one of your own. Um, but he's just not good enough. And should we even start on Havertz? Because, I mean, our... I didn't start the podcast angry. I mean, literally. And I, I don't intend to I get to the get feeling angry. that if we let you, we're going to be oh. here for the whole night yeah. just listening. All to I'm going to say on the matter is Havertz should not be in the starting eleven. I'm not going to go into why, because the podcast will be at least three hours long. And I'm pretty sure that Havertz is going to come up a lot most weeks oh, in our podcast. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll, I'll come so over time, problems. we'll find I'll, out. I reckon I'll cover it. Oh, over the next... Say six to twelve months. I, I honestly think we're going to hear a my lot. feelings on on yeah. it. So I think the last part of the day is we got to talk about the goal because it was it's a goal. It was a it line actually, it's a goal. It's not right. It's the ball, goal. the ball was in. Yes, I've ben seen. White, ben White didn't cover. Jorginho, let's go back on to Jorginho. Fucking useless twat. Right, he was the closest to the ball, and he's pointing and telling Ben White to go and close it down. You go and close it down. You're closest. If you've seen that it hasn't gone out, why stand there and tell someone else to go, go and get the ball? But yeah. no, so he tells Ben White to get it. Ben White sort of addles over, like, you know, like the game's over and he's walking back into the changing room. Okay, so you're happy the ball's in. I've seen, I've seen the lines, in. the ball's in. As the ball comes over, foul, Flappy or not bird, a foul. Flappy Bird does his stuff. Yeah, we've comes out and about that. This is it. Okay, there's, right. a, there's a pull. How's it a foul? He's already stupid. Yeah. I agree with that. But Gabriel's already on his way down. and he, Okay, his hand's there. So you agree that you haven't no pushed count. him over. He's stooping to head it. And I bet you, he thinks, right, he's got it. Maybe. I bet he's just trying to make life walk. What he's doing is he thinks that... Um, was it Joe Linton? He thinks Joe Linton's going to use him as leverage. So he's like, well, I'm just going to lean out of the way because Ryan's got it anyway. No, no. Why would you think that Flappy McFlatface has got it when clearly he hasn't got a clue what he's doing? And you can't decide if there was an offside or not because th- you cannot tell which oh, way is going backwards. Well, if, if, if you want my honest opinion, I, I don't think he's ahead of play anyway. So whether he's ahead of Ryan or not, it, it then becomes irrelevant. You know what? It'd be nice if you time that to you swearing. Yeah. yeah it'd be fine. Fine. If I could have Kai. Yeah, he's got a screen. <laughs> but again, I find it funny that uh, where the Arsenal fans on Facebook are complaining, going, VAR ruined it. It's an absolute joke. We should have not given the goal. Yeah, are they real fans? Like I don't want VAR. And well, we don't, we don't want VAR because referees were there. And I remember my one point I said, if there was no VAR, it was a goal because that was the on field decision. So you can't blame VAR. Because well, it was without VAR, it was a goal it with VAR, goal. so it makes no difference. Like Arsenal fans are kicking off about the wrong things, in my opinion, because they're kicking off about the decisions and the red cards. And okay, there should have been three red cards for me: Livermento, Bruno, and Havertz. All should have walked. 
There's an argument that had Havertz gone, the other two wouldn't have happened because Bruno was annoyed because Havertz hadn't got sent off. And then three Newcastle players got booked and they're blaming Havertz for that. The U kicked off and one of them was, for, I think it was Longstaff, the one who got challenged, got up and he was mouthy with the ref. Well, how's that Havertz fault that you've been booked? You've clearly said something to the ref that he doesn't like and he's booked you for what you've said. It's nothing to do with Havertz. Wind your neck in and get back on with the game. Simple. Simple. Football's easy if you just concentrate on your own your own game and what you're meant to be doing. But no, so they, they then get all, all het up because Havertz wasn't sent off, which admittedly he should have been. Um, but then it, it ruins it then because then Bruno's smashing people in the back of the head and Livermento's going through him like a train and the ref just lets everybody get away with everything and it just became carnage. So know? what you're saying is the referee couldn't contain, he wasn't capable of containing the game? No, I don't think he knew what he was doing. So I think they're relying too heavily on VAR now. I think it's made officials lazy. So we're on VAR, so I don't know if you saw it, so we'll go on to Wolves game against Sheffield United, last minute penalty. See anything about it? I will not lie. You've not seen it. it. Have I haven't seen, seen it. it I don't see it. Um, Hold on he's going <laughs> to have a look. If he can get it up on his phone, we'll have a look at it now. But it's, I can see why Wolves fans are very angry about um, the decision to award the penalty, or more so keep the penalty. It. So it was a dodgy decision that it was, was a very upheld when it dis- shouldn't have been. Yeah, in Just my viewpoint. So, hang on, I've got to the penalty. I'm just trying to get to the. So he's going to have a look. Another firework. But carry on, carry on. I'm just waiting for. Uh, what? Uh, hang on. He tells us to carry on and stammers. Yeah. Um. Have you just seen the penalty? I saw something. <laughs> I'm not. Um. I mean. Right. I'm now gonna for the for the audio listeners. I'm, I'm now gonna uh, have a look at this. Uh, uh, I missed it initially. Was, what? <laughs> Is that what the penalty was given for? The little bump in the bum? Yeah, the little... What's that? Not much contact. Wait, what? Was there anything? That, that's why I, I literally I just saw it. I was like, what have I missed? Is this it? No, this is the first goal. Cracking what? Finish. Was it that first clip that I that, saw? That little bump? Mate, oh, just just that. Is that what the penalty was given for? Yeah. Oh, that's a joke. That's, um, that, that's an absolute joke. And obviously, I mean, the penalty you took, wow. Yeah, the penalty hard. was good, but... I mean, that's... Um, oh, that's beyond embarrassing, isn't it? But that's kind of like two stand? weeks in a row for Wolves, and you can see why. And when you're at the bottom of the league, towards the bottom of the league, Wolves aren't bottom. Um, you can understand their frustration. That That is shocking. That that is shocking. I am going to watch it again just because I'm still baffled to what he's actually giving. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how that was that getting on field. <laughs> well, in the fireworks are disagreeing with it. I know the fireworks. Uh, yeah. See, that, that that's currently every Wolves fan swearing. <laughs> that probably is. Yeah. Um, Whose yeah, idea was it to film on Bonfire Night? Just, just saying. Do you know what? It never even occurred to me that our neighbours would be setting off. 
I'm glad you live such a cheery life. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Oh, mine's on my top. Yeah, so, um, okay, well, uh, what was the other game I was up? Did anyone watch the Villa game today? Yes, a little bit. Villa were poor. Very poor, actually. First goal was very, very good finish. But he, he basically passed it with power into the back of the net. I would agree. I, I quite enjoyed that finish. Fair. Uh, Villa were not at the races today at all. Sorry, I just saw the uh, the other Sheffield United goal. Forest, wow. though, I think they're they're yeah. underrated. I think Forest. I think they're quite a good side. And Gibbs White, since he's gone there, has really upped his game. And I think being snubbed by his home club Wolves has really sort of yeah. It's lit a fire under him. I think because it could have gone one or two ways. I think Wolves is. His, Boyer club, I think he's a Wolves fan, isn't he? So to be snubbed by them, I think must have hurt. But he's definitely gone the right way about going. You've, you've let a right gem go here, yeah. Because yeah. he is running games and he's an absolutely fantastic player. Fantastic. Thing is that you do you do get that. It's like you get some players who, under certain managers, look really good, or they don't look very good, and then they go to. It's like um, I was reading a report today saying like Chelsea are regretting selling Ampadu. He was only books for like six years, and you did nothing with him. <laughs> he was top, so not like he was there five minutes. I, is I it? think it depends on the player you've got because Wolves in that position had Ruben Neves. So who's the better player between Gibbs White and Ruben Neves at, at the time? Mm. Ruben Neves was a fantastic player. So you can understand. Mm. Him. Yeah, he was a great player, but surely you still want to bring your own through, though, don't you? You want to give him minutes. Oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say one thing. This might not be uh, sellable. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're not going to get together to record another one, so it's going to have to go out, isn't it? This, yeah. uh... Unless we delay for half hour. Okay, so we're back after a short break uh, due to fireworks, and we're hoping there's not going to be too many more. We've waited as long as we possibly can do. Um, so it's just fingers crossed really at this point and just hope for the best so what we're going to do now is we're going to move on to the combined teams that we were going to do last week we spoke about um, doing a combined team uh, being that me obviously being an Arsenal fan I have to create a Premier League 11 but I have to put three Leeds players in it and I have to put three Saints players in it Jim Jam has to put three Arsenal three Leeds and Tim Ribs had to put three Saints and three Gunners in it. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about our teams now, which is bound to start some form of debate along the way <laughs> of certain players and why you haven't put this one and why have you put that one, etc., etc. Are we going to so we'll go team from start to finish, or are we going to go position? I think we should just go each full team, okay. then discuss. Okay. Yeah? Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go first. Tim so Ribs. Obviously, when we'd start this discussion... One of the problems was we were saying like Arsenal. Who, who's your Arsenal players? Because Arsenal have had throughout history probably the better player. So the first thing I did was pick my three Arsenal players, which was Cole, Xhaka, and Adebayor. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, did I did a similar thing, and I put in Jens Lehmann, yeah. 
Carl Havert yeah. and Shamak. What? Why? Just no need. I'm going. We're calling it. No. Okay. So. Um, so on a serious note, now, just for a second, I believed him. Yeah. <laughs> we may have half discussed that. Yeah. During the week, it was just like, who, how can I get stretched with this one? Yeah, it's no news for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Anyway, Tim Roof's team, legit. So, my legit team. So, again, one of the problems you have is it's sort of like what players do you pick in what position and who do you sort of leave out, which is always the hardest part. So, I'm gonna, we agree on 4 4 2, so I'm just going to start at the back. Uh, so, um, my goalkeeper is Nigel Martin. Knew that. Yeah. My right back is Klein. Okay. Yeah. I did not know Nathaniel <laughs> Klein. Yeah. I did not know he played in the Premier League. Yeah. Which is why I, that that took me a bit of surprise, and that was like immediately like yeah that's the one. Okay. Um, my centre backs are Adams and Radaby, and then okay. my left back is Ian Hart. My midfield starting at right right wing is Gordon Strachan. My centres are Letizia and Vieira. My left wing is Mane. Now up front, this was the killer. This was the real killer. But I've actually ignored Thierry Henry at this point. Get out. Yeah. I actually went with Burkamp. Forgive him. Because that guy was phenomenal. Can I guess your last one? You can. Would it be Tony? Is Tony it isn't. Is it Robin Palmer? No. It's oh. Mark Viduka. Is it actually? Are yeah. you Boa? Oh, now you see I was debating in the Robin Fowler fleet because I forgot that I played for Leeds and then I was like ooh Robin Fowler that's mm. a good shot wasn't the equivalent for like about 10 minutes though no didn't have it ok Jim Jack I know your team yeah I hope so because the team's in the car <laughs> mine's recording us so <laughs> So, with the, with the goalkeeper. So, if I was going Southampton, I would have been going near Tim Flowers. But obviously, really? it, it, See, I actually Flowers. looked at Naomi. Good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He was probably third on the um, list because I, I think I managed to get three from each position for the Saints because it was a lot easier <laughs> for me to pick that. But no, I would I would be putting in um, Nigel Nigel Martin. Is one of the lead players to to go in there, um, and then Arsenal's yeah. one would have been Petr Cech or David Seaman. You know, <laughs> there've been some good keepers. You know, yeah. Paul Robinson as well. Um, my right back, I think I was going Cowalker Peters. I did talk about Nathaniel Klein as well, um, Lee Dixon and um, Gary Kelly. So for me, I'd probably be putting in Cowell Peters because I just think he's been our best right back for a long, long time and still is proving that. I would agree. My centre-back partnership, really easy. Honourable mentions to uh, Jose Fonte and um, Ludic Vaughan, but it's Virgil van Dijk. Um, who's outstanding that other people might not agree because he goes on the Liverpool side of things and then he gets partnered up with um, the second least player to go in the team which would be Rio Fernand one of the best okay. centre-backs okay. to go in um, left-back 
Wayne Bridge for Southampton. Southampton's brain also could have been in there. <laughs> yeah, I genuinely expected to say Cole. Dylan <laughs> um, Hart is yeah. would have been the lead one, but I'd be going with um, Ashley Cole at left back because I think Ashley. she's one of the um, best left backs in the world, not just the Premier League. So left wing. Right now, that's his brain cells going in absolute overload. So, left wing, Sadio Mane, I don't think I've put anybody else in on that side of things. Centre midfield, I would be going with Patrick Vieira. Yeah. And um, alongside him, Um, was really struggling with that side of things who who to partner in because Matt Letizia my favourite player of all time but I can't put him in a 4-4-2 position in the centre mid position so because I'm going more predominantly Southampton I'm going with Ward-Prowse in that position can't argue with that really and then on the right side um, I'm probably I was a little bit torn between two Arsenal players on that side of things um, which was Robert Perez and Freddie Lundberg Perez was a left sided player but okay yeah but I'd throw Manny on the other side if I needed to so they'd either do that so I'd probably go with um, Freddie um, Lundberg on that right hand side I mean, there's lots of other players there, and then up front would be um, Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, it's not horrible. It's not horrible side. Um, I would just like to interject at point and say, listen, our current nil up against Liverpool. Where did we miss that? Did we miss that? We have a game playing in the background. Obviously, it's not on video because it's on, you know, a certain network that you know we're not licensed to show. Uh, but it is on in the background. It's the 84th minute, and Luton are currently one up against Liverpool. And if anyone that is watching on YouTube wanted to know why my gaze was wandering while they were talking about their teams, it's because it was taking everything in me not to jump up and down, scream, shout, and celebrate. I the kind of wish that that he did by jump Luton. up and yeah. down um, and scream and shout. And all I'm going to say was a, an amazing goal because it was Luton scoring against Liverpool. So <laughs> it doesn't matter how good he was to it. So there we go. Anyway, so my team, I'm going to do it slightly different to you two. So I'm going to go three Leeds players. Yeah. Which would be Ian Hart mm-hmm. at left back. Rio Ferdinand at centre back. Mm-hmm. And your bow are up front. They're my three Leeds players. Mm-hmm. My three Southampton players, I'm not gonna lie, I did go a bit scummy on it. My right my right winger is Theo Walker. <laughs> right, so yeah, I, I may have taken them all again on, on the right winger, but my right wing is three Theo Walcott. Um I went for central midfield. Technically not his spot, but it would be pushing up would be Leticia because I just couldn't leave the guy out. And I also went for your right back, which would be the same guy you mentioned, Walker Peters, wasn't it? I went for him at right back. So they're my three Saints. But no, I didn't. That wasn't the first thing. I went for Marnie on the left. Yeah. Walker on the right, Marnie on the left, and Letis. 
And then my Arsenal players were David Seaman, because I can't go for Czech, because the best years of his life were at Chelsea, not at Arsenal. For me, it wasn't like no, that. No, I agree with that. So it has to be David Seaman. Uh, I've got obviously Tony Adams in the middle, mm. and my right back was actually Lauren, because I personally think he's been our best right back. Um, that surprises me. My central midfielder that I'm missing, obviously, Patrick Vieira, and the striker that I'm missing goes without saying. I say goes without saying, but it was difficult to leave Ian Wright. I was going to say, I, yeah. did, I did plumb for Thierry Henry purely because Yeboah needs that sort of. Mm. I can't imagine Yeboah and Wright up front. They're both explosive players. Like, keepers will die, let's be honest. So I, I had to sort of just calm it down a, a little and I went for Henry. Yeah. Over right, but that that would be the team that I personally went for. But Seaman and um, Nigel Martin, it's fifty-fifty for me yeah. between the two of them. Because as much as I love David Seaman and as much as we won with him, Nigel Martin is a cracking goalkeeper. He was one. superb. Mm. So it was difficult to leave him out. But I did want Yeboah, I did want Ian Hart, and I did want Rio Ferdinand. So they, them three took it for me over yeah. over Martin. But having Seaman as a Back up, if you like, is is not a bad one, is it? So, no. I don't think we really disagreed with too much. I mean, the Virgil Van Dijk thing is a bit scummy because he is a Liverpool guy now. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with that just because I hate Liverpool. Uh, yeah, right, he was a Liverpool. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool. yeah. But I did think that I'd throw a curveball in with the climb because obviously people didn't expect that one, and then I knew Burkamp would shock because obviously everyone immediately goes straight to Henry, but. On technicality, I actually think Bergkamp's probably a better player. Better player? Mm. Oh, yeah, undoubtedly. Not a better goal scorer, but he's definitely a better player. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much doubt, but I don't think there's been many better players than Bergkamp yeah. in Premier League history. No, I think he's arguably one of the greatest strikers. But like, whenever, pe- whenever you hear people do their top like team of all time, he often gets overlooked, which is a shame because he just was phenomenal. So I had to have him. See, for me, he doesn't come under striker. <clears throat> Ian Wright was a striker. Henri yeah. was a striker. Viduka was a striker. Burkamp was just a forward. Yeah. Wasn't a striker. But he's number ten. Just he's a classic so, number ten. So good. Well now it's a classic number ten, but back then it was unheard of, wasn't it? It was just yeah. it was novel for your striker to drop back and start doing other things. Because mm. your strikers were just that, they were just strikers. I mean, there's a lot of good players that we left out of that team. Oh, even, <laughs> and I even mean, when I talk about I haven't put Ward Prowse in mine, I love Ward Prowse. Yeah. I had to I, I had can to, leave Letitia out though. I literally had to leave out one of my all time favourite players. David Batty. I had to leave that. Uh, I, like, I wrote that was so hard to do. I wrote David Batty down on the on the lead. You know, Tudor. It is actually two 0 Liverpool are currently losing two 0 against Luton. And honestly, oh, this this so, makes up for Arteta picking a garbage side. Yeah. I mean, that, that's going to get a yeah, I reckon. But yeah, oh, mate, this, is a, this is a great day for football. <laughs> Are they checking it? Because there's a lot of waving of hands and it's depressing. Oh no, I think that was, was that not just a replay of the first goal? I don't know. I because don't know. You saw it. it. You saw it. I didn't it? see it. I saw it. Just I think that was the, the first goal. I just saw it. Just oh, after the goal. Sake. God damn you! Eight minutes. Uh, we said about what we said. Then. Yeah. There's eight minutes injury time, but there's oh. no second goal. God damn you, stretch. I just well, we have just, 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 just looked up to see them score, and I didn't realise it was a replay. I've got to say, 
the biggest surprises I thought was um, picking Mark Paduka. Why? Um, I kind of never named him in my three potential Leeds yeah. players that I thought all oh, could go in because I was like, okay, Robbie Fowler. I was mm. like that one of the greatest ones up there. I think I wrote Robbie Keane. Yeah, down on there. I mean, he did it for a lot of clubs, and I just can't remember who the last one was. It was on a um, piece of paper um, that you left in the car. That I left yeah. in the car. As you can see, we're still comes back, very, very well prepared for this podcast. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm my my team is on the phone that I'm currently using to record the podcast for YouTube, so I have no actual access to it in my hands, which is why I got my team wrong. Uh, Jim Jam wrote his on a piece of paper that he's currently left in his car. Which is why so he's only one of us has actually got any form of preparation. Amazingly, and I can't believe for a second I'm saying this, is Tin Rips. Yep. <laughs> the only one that's even remotely prepared is the least prepared person I've ever met in my life. I can't believe that, mate. We've let ourselves down. I'm just really good at winging We've it. let the pod down. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm ashamed of both of us. But I'm also okay with it. So, yeah. Right, so I think what we'll do then is we've gone on from that. There wasn't actually as much debate from that as I thought there was going to be. Uh, apart from, you know, the visual fund opening. So I've not fully forgiven you for that. Yeah. So I think the next thing we've got to talk about would be, obviously we have to talk about the Ballon d'Or. Because De Bruyne summed it up perfectly for me in, in his statement. Where they asked him why he didn't turn up, and he said, "When you've got a guy that's won a treble, scored more goals than anybody else in the hardest league, and he doesn't come close to winning the Ballon d'Or from a guy that's moved to America and basically not done anything," he said, "That I'm done." Yeah, he said that that for me is just corrupt. But thing is, there was a point a couple of years ago. um, It was after Germany won the World Cup. So Jimmy just won the World Cup. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And Milieu gets his vote. Now, Milieu is the first goalkeeper to get um, a nomination since, I think it was, 1986. So, Milieu at this point has won the Champions League, the Bundesliga, and the World Cup. And let's face it, not a bad keeper. And let's face it, at the time, hands down number one in the world. Easily. Easily. And he came third. And they gave it to, I can't remember if it was Ronaldo or Messi, but they gave it to one of those two. Who at the time had won the La Liga, and that was about it. He probably broke some sort of scoring record in a season. Irrelevant. The fact of the matter was, the guy won three trophies at the highest level, and he got ignored Mm. because of a brand. And that's what it was. It was a brand, yeah, yeah, not 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 achievement. See, the Ballon d'Or is supposed to be the best player in the world, the person who's achieved the most. But now it's all a brand thing. Don't get me wrong; we can all agree Messi is probably one of the greatest players of all time. But this year, Messi won Player of the Month. <laughs> the World Cup. Yeah. It's only yeah, yeah, yeah. four weeks long, basically. So he effectively won Player of the Month. He didn't win Player of the Year. Because Erlen Haaland did it over the course of a year. Haaland so, so that's why he, in my viewpoint, should have won it. And you talk about how the World Cup takes precedent. But, but the only like you mentioned, that... Neuer, it didn't go to Neuer. And I believe you look back over several World Cups, it doesn't go with the World Cup very often. Sometimes it does. I mean, yeah. obviously, Luka Modric, he won it 
based on Croatia's performance in a World Cup and what he was doing. Yeah, but wasn't he already at Real Madrid at this point? And well, he was doing well. really well, yeah. yeah. So it was a justified yeah. including the World Cup. But it only suits when it suits. And if they want Messi to win because he's their poster boy, they wanted him to win the, the World Cup, so the decision went there. I mean, talking about the World Cup final, he well, wasn't even the best player on the pitch. No, Mbappe was the best player yeah. on the pitch in the Buy World some Cup final. As well. I know I've seen Liverpool have equalised. That's depressing. <laughs> in the ninety fifth minute. Yeah, but yeah, it's um, it is a sham, and I agree with De Bruyne that it is corrupt, and, and there's no two ways about it because there is only one winner of the Ballon d'Or, and it's not Messi. Uh, as good as you think Messi has been, and um, as good as Messi. Uh, as good as Messi's records have been over the years, just hasn't beat out Haaland this season for me, no. or, or pretty much anybody else. Really. Not even close. To literally win the treble, I mean, other than Man United, no one's done it. Um, I think, like, Munich have done it with the German equivalent. But, but they have won 10 titles in a row, or yeah, 11 in a row, I mean, so it's clearly not as difficult and over there. You could probably argue that Real Madrid have possibly done it, but when you're playing the equivalent of professional Scottish football, it's not really hard to do that in Spain. Um, but to win the treble is a massive thing. To outscore everybody else and then not win is literally the biggest crock of shit that you could possibly get. I would agree. Don't even think Messi was the best player for um, Argentina during that World Cup or won it for I just I'd probably say Martinez probably had a bigger hand in... I um, don't even think he's been the best player at Inter Miami. I just want to point out, though, on that note, if you want to go into like how much a load of shit the Ballon d'Or is, Anana got into the nominations for the best goalkeeper <laughs> in the world. Now, everybody that's just... That's just that's everyone's going, yes, but his time at Inter Milan. When he was at Inter Milan... I think they were the 10th best defensive record. 10th. 10th. That's not even good. That's not even saying, oh, congratulations, you're one of the best keepers in Italy. He wasn't even in the top fucking five. So how is he getting into the world's best goalkeepers? Because he was in the Champions League final. What did he fucking do? I don't agree with that. I'm just telling you the reason. (laughs) He made one cup final. They won nothing else. In fact... I'm pretty sure that when Man United knocked on Inter Milan's door, they were already packing his bags for him and ushering him out the door because their defensive record is better now than it was with him. Shocker. I've seen him at United. I can well believe it. Exactly. Without him in that. And yet, he's getting nominees. But it's, it's a popularity. I'll be honest, though, it's still only 50-50 as to whether I'd have him or Raya. Because <laughs> Raya's been absolute garbage <laughs> since he's been with us. Yeah. That's like him being nominated for the greatest goalkeeper in the world. It's just it's a joke for an honor to be mm. to be even nominated. To be even thought of as the he's not even the best goalkeeper in Manchester. Yeah. Like and they're trying to say that he's one of the best in the world. I don't think so. No. It, it is a popularity contest and it's very much um become I'm going to use the Oscars as an example. Uh, I don't know if anybody follows the Oscars. But the Oscars isn't so much about the film anymore. It's about how many tick boxes you've ticked and whose uh, lap you've sat on and which little group that you're uh, championing at the time. And it's supposed to be an accolade for 
the best actor, but it's not. It's all popularity contest. It's who you can stand. Course, up. Yeah. Ricky Gervais did his famous. Don't stand up here telling us all your shit. Just come up, thank the people, fuck off. And that's what the Ballon d'Or is. Greatest, greatest speech ever, by yeah. the way, at the Oscars. But the Ballon d'Or, literally, last couple of years, has started to look like that. But I was sort of hoping that look. It's like, um, didn't Messi win it last year as well, when he was at Paris? He's won it like eight times. Yeah, though. but it's like, like, don't get me wrong, sometimes it's deserved because he's been superb. Yeah. But I don't think he should have won eight. Mm. And it, but it's like, it, 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 this. last year's Ballon d'Or winner was uh, Benzema. Oh, was it? Yeah. He was great. He stepped out of Ronaldo's shadow, so, yeah. so to speak, and went on and scored yeah, he did. a lot of goals. He did really yeah. well. And I think they won the championship. Benzema's one of those players that's sort of been overshadowed a lot anyway. It's like, you know, he's always been sort of in the shadow of another player. And for him to actually come out and take over as the, the main man's good. So I'll, I'll give that. Um, I, I couldn't remember who won last year. But you do get it. It's like Messi, he's just a brand and everyone will always bang on about how great he is and you can have a terrible season at Paris Saint-Germain and it's like the whole this is where everyone's going to start slating me um, don't care Mbappe overrated massively overrated he's been overshadowed by Messi and Neymar he works in the Farmers League let's be honest um, if we literally said to people choose five teams from France who are good you're going to get stuck after three I don't think people would be able to name five teams in no. France. So yeah, so, good. But, so you, you've got a league that is literally dominated by three or four teams. Yeah. Like the Scottish Premiership. Three or four Scottish Premiership. Mm. There's two. Uh, yeah, but what I'm saying is it's just the Scottish Premiership with more money. That's, that's at the minute, that's like the Dutch league, isn't it? Yeah. Where they're, they're banging on. like They're not going on about how well this team are doing or how well that's... It's all about how badly Ajax are playing because <laughs> they know there's only one team in the league. So when they're not doing well, it's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Why are they not? But doing well? the problem you've got with Mbappe is he looks great. He's got these great stats. He's got these great numbers because he's playing people who probably can't even get into the Sunday league. And then he goes to the Champions League and he's won it exactly zero times. Why? Because as soon as he comes across a decent defender, he ain't all that. And now everyone's going to start going, oh, but he scored a hat-trick in the World Cup. Congratulations. He was quiet till the 79th minute. I actually forgot he was genuinely on the pitch. He scores an absolute worldy. Can't take that away from him. And then scored two penalties. Okay. Congratulations, you scored from 12 yards where you are expected to score. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I think his attitude was good in the World Cup final because he literally dragged France yeah. from, from the mire but, uh, and pushed them forward. So... so I, I liked his attitude in the final, but I agree with you that he's not as amazing as everyone makes up. As everyone is making out. When they're all on about he's a two hundred million pound player, I'm, I just don't see it. I no, I just do not see it. That's why he's not been bought. For I mean, million right? Let's be honest. Nobody's a two hundred million pound player, right? No, nobody's a hundred million pound player. Let, let's 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 have it right. Nobody's a hundred million. It's. It's what, you're willing stupid to money. it's what you're willing it's to pay. It's stupid money. But people are worth what somebody's willing to stump up. Is Grealish worth 100 million? Well, City thought so, so yes. Do yeah. I think so? I do, no, don't boot. I don't think anyone's worth 100 million. I think it's absolutely insane. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I think being paid three, four, five hundred thousand pounds a week is ridiculous. Especially when they churn out tripe like that. You've got Liverpool players 
on two, three hundred grand a week, and they're getting beat by people that probably have part-time jobs in Luton. Oh, I saw a great one earlier. Um, oh, one all is finished. Yeah, when I uh, was watching the build-up and they were on about... Are you sure? Because Le- they look happier. Liverpool's... That's because they're relieved that they got the... <laughs> Liverpool's... Um, they did, like, since 1992, the, the, the spending, and Luton had spent £32 million since 1992. 92. So one of the players that Liverpool bought this season is more than, less than Luton has spent... In the last 20 years. 30 years. Sorry, 30 years. Yeah. 30 I'm probably years. more than I'll spend in the next 10. Yeah. So that's why they're happy, because they've just not been showed up by... Uh... Well, they have been definitely been shown up. <laughs> I mean, the goal they scored was okay, to be fair, from Liverpool, but to, to rescue a draw against it's Luton... A, I mean, I don't mean to be disrespectful against Luton, because... They put in a bloody effort. Yeah. I mean, I'll give them that. I've watched a couple of Luton games, and as much as they haven't got the ability of other teams, I actually really like God Luton. Damn, they don't half try hard. I think Luton are like, you know, when Leeds first went back up and they became everybody's favourite second team because they just. I'd love to see them. They're not going to. I'd love to I'll see them survive. I want because Luton. just because like the fans are like, I think it's because the fans are not arseholes. The fans you know, are just genuine, <laughs> so happy. Big thing for you, isn't it, about people, <laughs> fans being arseholes? I just don't like arseholes. You know, everything about this game, and this would be one of the things why we're disliking of Liverpool, but nothing will be mentioned about the fact that Luton have drawn that game. Everything will be made out about the fact that Lewis Diaz is playing in that game. And they've come yeah, back yeah, and equalised yeah. at the last yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what went on with them is absolutely disgusting, and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. But they'll focus so much on that aspect, yeah. and oh, they'll take away everything about what Luton have done in that game. I mean, who would have thought that Luton were going to draw one-one with mean, Liverpool at the start of the day? You've got to hand it to Luton. <laughs> they've got some fight, on not they? You always get that though. Whenever a team, um, a big team. Like loses or draws, they always make it about the big team in the headlines. It's wrong. It's wrong. Rather than give the little boys the sort of look how well they did, it's mm. look how bad they did. Hence with the Arsenal against Newcastle. That's going to ruffle some feathers, isn't it? Calling Newcastle a small team. Going to ruffle some feathers, that is. You're a small team, you've got one team in your town, that's why you've got so many fans. That's a bit like saying why are Celtic and Rangers so popular? Well, there's only two teams in, in Scotland. So every every kid that's seven, eight, nine years old that's brilliant at football, do you think they want to play for Hearts or Aberdeen? No. They want to go to Celtic and Rangers. Why? Because they're the only two decent teams there. So when you've got a kid that's a Geordie and he's six years old and he's phenomenal at football... I want to go to Sunderland. Which team in Newcastle is he <laughs> going to pick? Sunderland. He wants to go to... <laughs> Might be Newcastle, what do you reckon? Maybe. Sunderland. It, the kids that are growing up, five, six years old, they, they grow up in Newcastle. Can we go, I just want to go on this argument for a second. Who's bigger? Sunderland or Newcastle? Newcastle are... It would have to be Newcastle, because... They, do, they are a bigger club than Sunderland, for me, yeah. personally. Why? I just think they're a bigger club at the moment. At the moment? I think they're a bigger but club. 
right now, and I think Sunderland have lost their way. I think they've fallen by the. It's not to say they're not a big club, and it's not to say they haven't got history. No, just that's that's what I was referring to. Because it's like when you look at history, Sunderland are really massive. And to be fair, Sunderland have a really decent following mm-hmm. in the championship. Now they release the attendances, and at the top of it, they're always Sunderland. Leeds Sportsman. and Southampton. Yeah, but I'm, but Southampton are only top because they play the opposite week to Sunderland and Leeds, thankfully. So that's why we've got the highest attendance <laughs> when the week lumber comes out because then the <coughs> teams aren't home because our stadium's not as big as theirs, and we wouldn't we wouldn't fill out fill out a forty thousand seater stadium. Fair play to Leeds and Sunderland. They they will. Yeah. Newcastle three look for Luton are out of the bottom three. Newcastle, St James's Park. Oh, just, that's a big. Can stadium. we just go on the whole? Um, congratulations to uh, Sheffield United for getting their first win. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they played well. Even if it did come at the uh, the cost of a uh, penalty. Were they the last team to get a, a win? They that was their first win of the season. No, I mean, I think they were the last team to the, win. They were the last team with with no win, weren't they? Because yeah. even Luton, had, that's. That, like Luton had already won a game, haven't they? Because uh, I think Sheffield yeah. Wednesday had won the week before. Yeah, and I think it was I just Sheffield United that hadn't got a win at all. At all, I yeah. think they were last across all four leagues. That's uh, Sheffield clubs doing well for the city. Yeah, <laughs> they both just got their first win <laughs> in November. Oh God, oh, uh, it doesn't look good, painful. does it? Let's be honest. Yeah. Definitely shaping up to be an interesting season. A little bit good though because Everton are starting to uh, pull their act together, which is disappointing. Hopefully they get their minus. Uh, oh yeah, I want to see them well, get sent down. I want to see them suffer for the uh, cheating and financial fair play uh, breaches that they've been getting away with for the last three seasons. Yeah, minus twelve points. So hello. Happy. Yeah, but they didn't get us relegated by doing so. Well, for two seasons in a row, they've had leads right at the bottom. Which, you know, at the end of the day, we got relegated through playing. I don't dispute that. You, what you do on the pitch is one thing. The fact that they cheated for three years to get into a position where for two years in a row, teams in the bottom have been screaming, why are they not getting looked at? It's now a multi-million pound court case. It, it isn't good, is it? It doesn't make the Premier League look good. It doesn't help the Premier League. Well, they're at the last stage now, aren't they, to deem the decision if it's fair. Thing is, though, right, it's like now if Everton get their 12-point deduction, they get like, How does that help Sheffield United when they got went down because of it? Where does that help Leeds when they got put down because of it? Uh, who else went down because of it? I think Southampton went down because of it, didn't they? Oh, well, we were well oh, oh, Burnley, so. Burnley. They, they were yeah. one of the teams that um, put in against it. Mm. It doesn't help them, does it? It didn't help the teams that got relegated because of them. Cheating. Nothing's going to change because no. of it, though. So it's, it, I just want to see them get relegated. Screw. There's always been games where that happens. I also used to be a big fan of Everton in the sense that I never had anything against them until was it last season where their fans decided to attack the players. Well, their board members couldn't go to the games anymore. Yeah, but no, there was like a thing where they were coming out. The drop, the players were leaving the ground, and they attacked. They were yeah. banging on the cars and stuff. Where you got players with their kids in the car, 
Uh, yeah. Didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were like actually physically trying to attack their players, and at that point, I just was like, "Wow, I don't like you anymore." Yeah, their owners couldn't That's go to the games life. because it was a I risk remember of that. Their life. Yeah, because yeah. the the, the lives were literally game. like the threats have become that. Yeah. Genuine and real that yeah. people are like, oh, you can't just can't go to the yeah, game. Yeah. Like, you own the club and you can't go to the games anymore yeah. because we're worried somebody might look, do you on the way in or on the way out. That's a bit more sad. Yeah, so when you, when that's the situation, let them go down. Yeah, okay. I well, mean, so. we went down, we were shit. We didn't attack anybody, we just booed a lot. <laughs> Nobody can blame you for booing. No, nobody can blame you for booing. We did the same. We did the same. Booed. I mean, it cost board members their jobs. It cost, you know, these things happen, and you just have to lick your wounds and go down. But when that kind of shit's going on, it's just it's unacceptable. It doesn't help. It It doesn't help football. But again, like you guys go on about the reason you hate Liverpool as fans, Mm. and the reason you don't like them is how the fans have adhered themselves over the past 40, 50 years and so and it's the same with Leeds why does everyone hate Leeds because the fans blah 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 everyone hates Leeds just known fact but I never had anything against Everton until last season when they started attacking their own players and they're you know they're I've been to Ellen Road as an Arsenal fan yeah. and sat in the Leeds end and had no jot of trouble and the guy behind me let me tell you was Full on leads, <laughs> right? Don't ask me how I know, but he was full on leads. Now I've gone and I bought a lead shirt to sit in the because I, I wasn't actually watching. Yeah, but you wouldn't leads. have trouble if you were be right. sat in I the leads and wearing the leads. Versus leads. Yeah, and I bought, but it was obvious I just bought it. It got the iron marks in it and everything from where it had been folded in the bag. Yeah, but lots of people. And this guy, that. and he literally grabbed me by the shoulder and went, "You're not leads fan, are you?" And I went, "No, I'm not." He went, "Who's your sport?" I went, not Man U. He went, well, you're all right by me, but who is it? And I went, I'm an Arsenal fan. And he went, no, that's good. <laughs> I went, okay, cool. Because <laughs> I wanted Leeds to win anyway, because we yeah. played Wolves, and I'm not a big fan of Wolves. So, uh, But yeah, and he, he was uh, he was massive as well, he was. Uh, but yeah, just, just dead friendly. Like, I mean, I got a lot of stick during the game, because Arsenal, I think, were losing at the time. Yeah. And he kept checking his phone and throwing his phone <laughs> in his face like, no, look at look at your shout! Look at that! Look yeah. What you're doing? Uh, at least we're winning. I'm like, all right, mate. Come easy. I'm really watching you guys. I've been in um, the home end with Southampton. I went to a Birmingham game with um, a couple people. Nobody was a Birmingham fan. I think I went to the game with an Everton fan and uh, a Middlesbrough fan. And we just decided to drive to the game. We saw where Southampton were playing, and we went down. And we, and Southampton got beat. I think it was two 0 by Birmingham. Yeah. And it's really frustrating watching your team lose, and everybody's jumping up behind you. And you kind of just stand up, and you're like sarcastic, like. Yeah, I did the same because obviously where well, I work. Just so. I work with a lot of Birmingham City and Villa fans, and I had um, we were playing Birmingham. And one of the lads was like, I've got a free ticket if you want to come. I was like, yeah, all right then. So I'm in the, the Birmingham end and we spanked them 3-1. And the whole time I'm sitting next to like a bunch of people that are strictly Birmingham fans. <laughs> and I'm trying to like, yeah, yeah, this is, this is shit, we're losing. Oh, terrible. <laughs> and then we go back to a pub and on the door it says, no away fans. And I've got my friend going, yeah, you really stuffed us today. I'm thinking, shit, I am going to get my head kicked in now. Yeah. Not a problem. They were all absolute no issues whatsoever. Twice I've been to watch Arsenal at Stoke and sat in the Stoke end. 
I know, yeah, I remember that when we were working together then. Yeah, Stoke are not a big fan of Arsenal. I don't know if you're aware of this. They really have issues with Wenger, but it goes, it's because um, it's because of the whole Ryan Shawcross and Aaron Ramsey um, tackle, even though Ramsey's leg was broken before mm. Shawcross hit him. So, in theory, it wasn't really Shawcross's fault. He was just a little bit unfortunate. And and Arsenal still hate Shawcross for that. You this is about Shawcross. I just, I just don't know what he did. What did he do? Broke his leg. He didn't break his leg, though, well, did he? Broke his leg. It was broken before the tackle <laughs> went in. That's, that's why we, we hate Birmingham as well, because of uh, poor old Eduardo. That was a rough one, though, to be fair. Yeah. That was a rough one. Sometimes these things happen and... We were at a wedding that day when Eduardo broke his leg. At Chapel on the Frith. Were we? Yeah. Bloody hell. Oh, yeah. Do you not remember that? Mate, I've got the memory of a goldfish, I swear yeah, to God. Yeah, we were, we were at, um, at the yeah, yeah, Chapel yeah. wedding. Yeah, 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 I remember this one. Good God. We were up there, that's when uh, Eduardo broke his leg on that day. Bloody hell. Because while they, were, while they were all celebrating in that room, I was in the other room watching the football. <laughs> you know what? That's mad. Steve did it that long ago. I, this, this is it. So like you talk about things like that. Like, and I said I remember the goldfish. But I remember so many things, like so many footballing events, and it's like, wow, was it really that long ago? All I know is the day that I got married, because you were there, um, we beat Liverpool. Just as a, a nice um, yeah. factor. Yeah, and that actually went into my you, speech you, because you, you I were also that nervous that morning on. that you were absolutely yeah. garbage at FIFA. Just thought I'd bring that up. I wasn't absolutely. garbage because of that. I'm always garbage at FIFA. He's, I was he's, he's, at FIFA. His, his controller was moving more than anything else in the room. He was fucking terrified. He was absolutely terrified. Shocking. Yeah. Before his wedding day, bless him. Uh, we're currently, I think we've just hit an hour. Well, I think that so. might. Well, we can call it on an hour. So we don't really want to bore everyone to death. The one thing I'd like to do is apologise for the for the noise and the fireworks. We 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 didn't do enough forward planning, and and we should have should have definitely put more thought into that. <laughs> um, but we are recording on a Sunday, and come hell or high water or lots of noisy fireworks, we're going to record and it's going to be done. So we just hope that you know you enjoy it. And, uh, one thing goes well. Obviously, we haven't got a theme thing for like we had the teams for this week. Um, last week we sort of piloted, but if people do want to comment or come up with ideas or something they want us to talk about, that would be a. I'm gonna. I I'm don't know how you put... got that out of my head because I was going to say that myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put our email address on on everything that we're out on 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 Amazon podcasts and on Spotify podcasts on. YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on. We've got a Facebook group, and it's all the same name. It's all Sunday League Pundit Show, and the email address will be on it. The email address is Sunday League Pundits at Outlook.com. But I will put that on all correspondence. It'll be on all media. Uh, if anyone does want to get in touch with us and, and just abuse us or give us topics or tell us what they think we should be talking about or. If there's teams we're not talking about that we should be, obviously we are going to be primarily the three teams that we support because we support them. Um, but we are happy to, you know, talk about or you know otherwise abuse any other team that that, that comes into fray. We're not we're not fussy at all. We'll talk about anything. So yeah, if there's anything anyone wants to listen to, just let us know. 
add it onto the topics and we'll, we'll come up with some form of a discussion about it, no problem. Like if somebody wants us to name another club and they go, right, three teams, pick a bit, starting 11 for them, we'll right. go and do some homework and see what we come up with. Might be easier. It might be easy because your art's not going to be in it, is it? Yeah. Because right. if it's just three random just teams, you are going to look at it. That's what I said. No one ever asked for fucking Man United. So we do Man United. Players that are playing for Manchester clubs. That's not about charity, you know, because there's some no. proper, really, really good players that play for both of them too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're going to wrap it up there then. Uh, thank you very much for listening if you have um, and uh, yeah we'll be back again next Sunday released next Tuesday as this will be for release this Tuesday and hopefully I'll have it actually all sorted out this week so it will actually upload when it was meant to whereas this week I had to do it all manually on everything and it was a bit of a bother it's taken me all week to get it all straight but hopefully this week will be a lot easier and a lot smoother so thank you very much for listening and we'll be back next week (laughs) 